Hello, and welcome to Growing Pains. It's a podcast ripping off the intro tune to the TV show Friends. No one told us life was going to be this way. Your job's a joke, you're broke, your love life's DOA, and life's stuck in second gear. Whatever that means. I mean, I still don't have a driver's license. I'm Alina, your host for next hour. Today I'll be having a chat with Amy, who mastered the art of staying at home long before the government told us to do so. Amy was my housemate for two years at uni before we sadly graduated last year. We talk about the post-uni revival we're dreaming of, but also about all the weird and cool stuff she's up to. Amy has the most hobbies out of anyone I've ever met, so I hope this episode comes to you at a good time, seeing as we are still in lockdown. Thanks a lot for being here, and enjoy! I don't know, I'm just so ready to go and start playing and like get good. That's that's my goal. I'm I do think good. we're going to get good. I did think, um, oh, she's got her PS4 today. We are not recording. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I remember that, oh no, yeah, she'll have to, at least six hours of updates. She'll want to record. She has something to do in that time. <laughs> Try and download updates on Christmas Day. Oh, why not? Is that is that when everyone's getting their game? Mm, it's when everyone else is uh, opening up their new PS4s and right. oh yeah, sponsored sponsored by uh, Sony. I can't wait to convince you to also get a PS4. It will. It I'm not be, getting a PS4. It would be amazing. I don't need a PS4. Would you get COD? I don't so have can cross-platform play it. <laughs> I don't know what it's right. called, but you have an Xbox. Um, yeah, I could try. I don't really play that much anymore either. Listen, get a Switch, and then we can talk. I don't That's think weird. it's in my budget right now, but, but yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe PS4 if, is maybe not in mine. When I, when I go off to PS4. No. Don't, don't, don't console <laughs> jump. Don't do it. No, no, I don't Pick think Pick one. That if, if you think about buying something really cool or expensive, then you sleep on it, and you wake up quite often, I find that, yeah, yeah. that sounds amazing. That's going to make me yeah. so good. <laughs> I also wanted to thank you for joining me for this episode because I know when I told you I want to start a podcast, you sent me a screenshot of a tweet that said, I know things are going really hard for everyone right now, but please do not start a podcast. Yeah, I still think, I still think it's true. <laughs> Bye, I really um, appreciate it. I'm here. I'm, I'm here to support you. And yeah. also maybe also get famous. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this, this is, if there was ever a route to fame for us, I think this is it. Um, this is the radio show mm-hmm. we never did. This is the radio show we never did at uni. Yeah. Do you have questions for me? Yeah. What are we um, doing? <laughs> I have a question. Um, how are you finding the second month of lockdown? I have actually thought about this. Mm-hmm. The day to day of lockdown and quarantine, I find absolutely fine. <laughs> but I know myself. And I'm bad at doing things for future Immy. I'm very good at doing things for present Immy, such as eating and sleeping <laughs> and having fun. <laughs> but um, um, it took me like almost six months after graduation to be like, maybe I should do something with my time. And what I really don't, and I was just about to start and I'd gotten like, oh, come back next week and we'll sign your contract and you can start work and I was just about to have my first driving lesson and then the quarantine hit um <laughs> and what I really don't want is for it to take me another six months after the end of quarantine to start but I'm not doing anything right now to help future in me so we're a bit fucked but it's fine <laughs> um other than the fact that often now that I've moved home my sister goes to boarding school and my brother 
was well he's been he has actually been at home for most of the time that I've been at home um but he was just about to leave so I don't the house is emptier than a it's mostly it's just me and my mum that's what I'm trying to say yeah but with the lockdown you're all you're all together now mm. How we've locked down all together again we're quite used to being all of us at home because mm-hmm. um when well the house is quite it's not crazy big but there are enough separate rooms that we can all be in a different room of the house and like chill yeah but we generally all get on I think we all went to boarding school which meant that a we're quite good at living in close like um oh, what's it called not close combat <laughs> that is not what I wanted to say close proximity yeah so I'm both very good at living in close proximity with people and being able to completely ignore them if I've got like if two people are in the same room but you've both got headphones on you're basically in different rooms you know yeah I remember I remember that from when we lived together last year um how you were very relaxed with just being alone while being together and I could not yeah. handle it and I kept asking everyone to take their because Rob was the yeah. same you'd, you'd be like every um if we're sitting in the sitting room together we have to be talking and interacting yeah we have and to be Rob, having fun me and Rob are like no we're just we're living we're just like being in the same place and that's good enough that is friendship I, I, I was gonna say that I find it um I find it so weird that you're there with the family and like just surrounded by so many people because um I don't think I've had a real conversation in real life um with anyone except the shopkeeper for definitely over a week but it mm. will it will be a really long time probably until I get to have a real life actual conversation um as someone who um has been doing this <laughs> I guess for a while I'm not saying you have been social distancing <laughs> for a year, but as someone who has been uh, spending a lot of time at home, uh, what are some of your favorite things? I've got a lot of hobbies that are making things. Mm-hmm. So mostly I sit at home and I knit a sock and I pretend like I've done something really productive with my life. And I, I use I would that. say knitting a sock <laughs> is very productive. It's very productive, yes. You can wear it. I've had, a, I've had a lot of thoughts about this recently. It's not moving me forward in like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. any career path is it other than making, <laughs> maybe making socks for a living which is not a good thing to do because you're never going to be able to make enough money mm-hmm. um not if you're doing them all by hand but so now I do what do I do yeah I like to knit I like to paint all other crafty things but I'm not going to literally list them all off I play video games and that's just a reward system I don't watch I don't sit in front of Netflix very much so I don't ever really feel like I've wasted a whole afternoon in front of the tv normally i'll be listening to like a story podcast instead and knitting and because i'm like making something it's like oh wow look at how productive you've been yeah i can imagine (laughs) yeah it's a it's a fun little loophole um i've been finding it's really nice to um because i got a watercolor moleskin is that what it's called i find it i find it quite nice to like um because I'm not very good at drawing and I've never really learned how to do it. Um, and like All I know is from like art classes. Yeah. But it's been really relaxing, but I always feel like I need to have something else. Like I can't just be listening to music. Like I have to be watching something because it's, it's not enough to engage me, just painting. Mm. So I don't know. No, how, yeah. I don't know if you ever had that. I guess it depends. There are different levels of like difficulty mm-hmm. of what I'm doing. And that changes because, um, you know, the postcard that I made, Emma, and the one that I made my girlfriend, 
Yes. Putting that on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> you really wanted to get that one in here, didn't you? Okay. I'll say it again. <laughs> fucking say it again. <laughs> um, those, because they're quite detailed and I put a lot of effort into them, I was basically just listening to music. Um, the podcasts that I was listening to, I would like not be listening, even though, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not really reading anything. I was yeah. just not. If I'm doing really boring knitting, I like actually taking in like real information rather than just music. Mm-hmm. But I, I know yeah. what you mean because um, when I'm when I'm cooking, then if it's if it's like anything a bit complicated, I realize I'm not actually listening to the podcast. If I try to listen to something, and I just kind of zone out. It's um, it's like you know when you're driving a car and you need to see where you're going, <laughs> so you turn the music down. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. basically like that. But yeah, so when you do your um, very detailed, beautiful images, um, do you, because you said you spend like 10 hours on one, or like you mm-hmm. spend 10 hours on one. How, yeah. do you, how does it take so long? Because I try to do like a quite, it's, it's a picture of a, it's a bird sitting on a branch. And yes, it is not, it's not nice, but it, like you can understand what's on it. And it took me 15 minutes and I felt like even that was a really long time to spend on. 10 hours, well, quite a lot of it might be, me also going on Instagram. Um, <laughs> that was a, that was over two days as well. So it wasn't like 10 straight hours. Mm-hmm. It was five hours and five hours. Um, but the stuff that I do, I generally find a photo and then try and copy the photo as exactly as I can. Okay. So most of what I'm doing is almost just looking at the photo, looking at my work. Mm-hmm. looking. It's like playing a game of Spot of the Difference. Yeah. Kind of. Like, it's not at all, but it kind of is. And then I also just have to go really slowly. Because if I go, if I try and rush it, I'll fuck up. Are there any other things except for, like, crafts that you've enjoyed? Quarantine specific? Or just just, just living at home specific? In general, I guess. I, there's lots of educational lectures and, like, courses that you can do for free. Recently, I've been listening to YouTube lectures from Yale on ancient Greek history. Oh, that's cool. So you can do stuff like that. And it's kind of nice to um, learn things for fun rather than because I have to. But, again, my mum does, like, proper courses. So she, like, pays and she has, like, tutorials with other people and she has to hand work in and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I've got the motivation or willpower or ambition to do something like that mm-hmm. um i probably should if i actually want to get anything out of it but i don't know so I I, think, i've enjoyed doing things like that yeah, that's really cool i didn't realize you were doing online courses that, that is very impressive but mostly mostly it's literally just listening to something as i'm doing something else but i guess you still so, learn. i still learn it's just like because I, I listen to quite a lot of uh, daily news and like economics podcasts uh-huh. which seemed weird for a girl who did psychology <laughs> and didn't do very well in maths um but I quite enjoy doing that but the idea of finding like an actual economics course to actually learn something I've been that, that's what I was thinking when you said um just kind of listening to something because I really want to learn more about economics because I find it so interesting especially when I like study history I see how mm. like relevant it is and like every time I've tried to start reading an economics book I just I, I get I get somewhere, but I don't get very far, and I get just really intimidated by the size and everything because they're always just mm, it's massive, intimidating. They're just massive books, and they have so much information. I'm not ready, but like podcasts are 
they're just nice because it's you commit yourself for like maybe an hour but then like you kind of come out knowing something mm. so I, I quite like that how is um how is D&D going because um, that seems like a very it seems like a very good lockdown activity because you can do it remote and you can it's very social mm-hmm. I guess it is it's um it's fun I am enjoying the fact that lockdown has made my old group accept the fact that they should play online so I can still <laughs> play with them <laughs> um oh, that's the that's the people you joined in York um yeah at the start of third year yeah mm-hmm. yeah um it's fun playing online it's not the same mm-hmm. if I could play in person I would it's a lot more fun but it is it's nice being able to do it online and it's nice being able to do something with people that's not just how are you how are you coping with quarantine? <laughs> not that sounded really like bitchy about this. No, that no. is not true. But you know, it's like when you're seeing people in person, quite a lot of the things you're doing are like, oh, let's go do a thing. Yeah. You know? So it kind of fills that let's do a thing um aspect of social life mm-hmm. quite well. Yeah, it's been quite fun. So um I always no, I don't want to ask this, but I do kind of want to ask this. Like, how do you get into D? Do you have to have like any you have to find people who play it already. I understand that. But mm-hmm. you don't you just, have to. Do you just kind of... I, I, how do you start? You, you you put a lot of trust into some people and basically walk into a room and hope that they're not going to be really fucking weird creeps. <laughs> um, it's a bit like... If you're... if Okay, if the very first experience you had doing a multiplayer game was people on voice chat um being incredibly incredibly mean and rude mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't really want to go back yeah um like, why would they be mean and rude um because you're a girl oh <laughs> and also that's the let's oh, just say classic. that video video game voice chat is not the most wholesome <laughs> place to be <laughs> um it can happen with, with okay unless you're really lucky and you've got a whole group of friends who already play and that, that you like know won't be playing in a really weird, creepy way. Yeah. You do kind of have to make a little bit of a leap of faith, or a step of faith into a room and hope that people aren't like role playing weird things. Um, <laughs> okay, I don't I don't know if you know what it sounded like, but it sounded very Yeah, sexual. no, read read it me, yes, read into that as much as you want. Oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> um I I think it's easy I, it's not easier at uni, but it's easier at uni because I was able to just go to the D D um society mm-hmm. and then join a group from there. And then I was quite lucky that we all got on and wanted yeah. to continue playing. Um, Did you actually have anyone who left the group as well, or have you all stayed? No, we all stayed. Oh, that's amazing. Um, which is pretty impressive, actually, yeah. Um, if I wanted to start playing now with a new group of people, I could either look online for a fully online game. Mm-hmm. I could go to a local like gaming store and just ask around, see if they had any flyers and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's this thing called... Uh, adventurers league i think where they'll set up like small great games with specific rules that are most i want to say seem to be quite just like dungeon crawling but i'm not actually sure i don't know much about that i'm completely Um, lost already but you're completely lost i'm sure (laughs) oh what else could i do that's kind of it 
I I looked into local groups if there was any type of online um uh, oh god what's the word you just go it's a bit you have to be a little bit brave especially if you've never played before but it's generally a thing that people want to introduce people to yeah like well, if you I said remember. you wanted to play yeah I remember very well um you trying to get me to at least yeah. try it but I don't I don't think it's for me but I guess we'll see um if lockdown lasts for another <laughs> month maybe maybe by the end of that month we could play just you and Rob it is fun it's um but I heard you say I heard you once talk the, the thing I'm actually most scared of is once you talked about or Rob talked about speaking with a German accent and like a really bad <laughs> German accent and I have no acting skills I'm no um, presenting no. skills okay. welcome to my podcast wink wink no I don't try that um <laughs> but I don't I don't think I could like you pretend to be I it's like acting absolutely do not have to put on you don't you do not have to put on um accents Oh. You can. I've had one character with a very specific voice because I thought it would be funny and it was quite an easy accent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to showcase that right here because it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that would I'm actually not... be amazing. Can you do it? Um, okay, I can try. You have, if, if this sounds bad, you have to cut it out, Lou. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, yeah, you say you will, but you won't. Um, <laughs> no, no, obviously I will. <laughs> Let's see, how does she talk? It was American, but very much. I was trying to go for like stereotypical American mum. You want me to start with a question and then you can reply to the question? <laughs> no, no, because yes. I only have certain phrases I can say that get me into it. Okay. okay. She was. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> looking at me, and I hate this. Um, she went, Hi, my name's Gilly Watford. It's nice to meet you. And then I would just talk like this for the whole game. I love it, that. That's amazing. It ain't oh. good, but it's as good as it was gonna get. Oh, that's oh, that's incredible. I love it. Yeah, it's fucking she amazing. was she was meant to be like from Alabama. Uh-huh. Um, Alabama. so I watched an accent Alabama, Alabama. <laughs> so I watched an accent video and oh, tried my best, and then I would listen to like very specific American country music on the way there. Mm-hmm. But the first time I ever introduced her to the group, I cracked up before I said anything. And I was like head down on the desk laughing for like a solid five minutes because mm. it was going to be so funny and none of them had heard it yet. Um, but it's quite fun to do. Like, he just goes, ha, ha. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to spend the rest of the podcast talking like this now. That's wonderful. Um, I, I, I would accept that, actually. Do you think there's um, anything, you know, from... Uh, from all these like I would I don't want to say weird things but like from all these hobbies <laughs> all these have, weird things I do <laughs> all these all these um eccentric hobbies you've had these aren't even eccentric they anymore I guess like knitting yeah. popular again the um uh, like all these um yes interests and hobbies you, you've had do you think there's like any skills you've gotten from them that will actually help you in um moving towards the future that that's a gentlest I can put it I could claim that playing D&D has made me um, more confident, maybe um, better at teamwork. Just describe one occasion where you were working as a part of a team. Yeah, to, to, to fix something. Yeah, I mean, there are all those jokes that D&D you can put on your CV 
as teamwork and problem solving, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably not. Other than the fact that having hobbies and being a well-rounded person are like a good thing to do. Um, Not really. Knitting shows that I can start a project, do a project, finish a project in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. It shows that learning new skills doesn't intimidate me. I definitely don't look for beginner tags on new things to try. I went, I kind of dived straight in. I dove straight into the deep end. I was also like wearing armbands at the same time. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I tried something, I tried something new and complicated and quite difficult, but I didn't make it as hard for myself as I could have made it. Yeah. To now. Is like it? They're, um, yeah. Oh, At this point in time, we seem to be getting most of the things in our deliveries. Oh, okay. That, um, they don't quite have, like, loads and loads of beans back in stock. But <laughs> So actually, you might not get anything you want, <laughs> being the bean girl. <laughs> um, I, I hate that. Thanks, it's, I hate Okay, it. a side note. I'm, I got so used to eating, like, chickpeas and just beans in general and a lot of rice. But now, <laughs> my mum's like, um, Amy, we don't need to put every single vegetable we own into this chilli because we don't have to use them all up because they're new and they haven't been sitting in the fridge for a week yet. <laughs> and <laughs> we don't need to bulk the chilli up with four cans of beans. It's fine. It's okay. And I'm just like, beans? Beans? You've got to put beans in it and it's so weird because I literally put beans in everything I ate yeah I know I know what you mean I still have I still have like um like my staples are always just uh tons of cans of beans yeah um like I I went through a period where I would um soak them and make them myself but um I don't have a big pot anymore so um I can't really do it anymore which is annoying, and I'm not buying a pot just to <laughs> cook beans, even though, <laughs> for me, to be fair, I think, <laughs> I think for me, the, the bean pot, yeah, when I think about, like, spending, how, how much money I spend on a PS4 and the games, and then I think, think I of how get, like, you could have had pound such a big pot, <laughs> you could have had, like, solid gold, not that useful, but oh. you could have had, like, a really, really good quality pot. Yeah, but would it bring knives. much joy, no. What you should do, okay, as a goal in the future, is one day when you have a salary, save up for a, save up for a set of really good chef's knives and treat yourself. That's and amazing. like a good knife sharpener. I've still got the same uh, knives I bought um, on like my first day in the UK. Um, they are they're surprisingly good. Like they're chipped and everything, and they work. For some reason, I thought green knives would be really cool. But mm-hmm. obviously the paint has like chipped away and stuff. But like, because I use a sharpener, they still work yeah. really well. So I'm like, I'm very pleased because it's been almost four years now. So that was they a should, good purchase. You do treat them nice. And the fact that you do sharpen them means that they will, like they'll still cut well and stuff. Yeah. And knives can last a long time if you treat them well. Yeah, no. But, but like, I good would knives. Love to get some knives. Like nice ones. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but... Um, that was a very nice way talking about, you know, how future with a paycheck. So um, yeah. my last question to you is um, essentially, how are you approaching the future 
with like a capital F future. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what I want to do. I find even just thinking about it terrifying. And I've never been particularly good at making myself do things that I don't want to do without like deadlines and time pressure and Mm -hmm. consequences. And I know I'm incredibly lucky where I am right now in as such that I don't have to go out and get a proper career job to make enough money to live. Mm -hmm. Not yet, at least. Um, So I must admit, I have not put my best foot forward on the future planning aspect of my life. I have buried my head in the sand and ignored it for as long as possible. I can I can relate to that, even though I'm doing the master's. No, you can't. No, because even You're though I'm doing the master's, like master's isn't actually going to help me because like oh, there's right. people I know who, you know, are earning like 30, 35,000 a year now of their three-year degrees. And my master's has not made me any more employable. Um, unless no, I would not yet. go into academia, you know. Like it might, it might, it might help somewhere that like having a master. It might help. Yeah. But, You'll never. But, like, really I've, I've avoided. Be able to know. Like I went to talk to the careers counselor in October and I said, "Hey, I'm um, I'm slightly depressed and I don't uh, like I was gonna apply to loads of grad jobs now, but I don't want to." And he said, "You know what? It's fine. Don't apply now. Just wait until you feel better." And <laughs> yeah, it has that, been six months, did, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's been so long. I never felt better. I never felt like I was going to be able to do it. I yeah. didn't. I didn't apply to anything when I was at university. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? Just do your exams. Put all your ability to do things that scare you into your mm-hmm. coursework and your exams. Just leave it. Did you get up here? Just leave it. You know. Yeah. Um. And then I graduated and I was like, okay, we'll start thinking about it. And then I just like kind of didn't. And I've applied for a couple of things, but literally only just like two and got a nowhere. And I was like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> um, but I found, um, I find that even just like reading over my CV fills me with feelings and emotions that I don't want to be having. I find that scary. Yeah. I don't like... I don't enjoy looking at even that. And so I kind of know, I mean, oh, I do psychology. I know what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's wrong with me. Um, can't fix it though, because that's not how that works. <laughs> but like, I know that I am just not doing things because I'm currently in a very uncertain place in my life. And that's scary. So I've like closed down and clamped up and I'm not trying to change anything because thinking about it is scary even though probably if I it's like it's like um I don't have a to-do list right now and that's scary and I know that if I had a really good to-do list I would probably feel a lot better but I don't know how to get to the point where I have a good to-do list yeah other than actively just doing something but I can't just actively do something because I'm very scared of it right now and I'm struggling to make myself do the thing my dad dad tells me that um, like he said this so many times and I don't know where he got this idea he thinks I should be a National Geographic journalist um, (laughs) because I like writing and traveling Um, but 
that that's like the exact like National Geographic is what it's like come to. And then I like mm-hmm. I mentioned to him like last time we talked like a week ago. I said like, hey dad, you do understand that this is like insanely competitive. You need to have lots of experience and luck. And he said, yeah, yeah, of course. But like you just that's your like end goal. You know, you might not get there now, but it like, might be like ten years. Mm-hmm. And but I guess the thing is like that's his dream that I I work at National Geographic yeah. as a travel journalist. But I don't know what my dream is. And I feel like it's so hard to set like these next like, small steps that I know I could do when I don't know what the big picture is. Yeah, yeah. But no one's no one's telling me what the big. <laughs> no one's is. telling me what to do That's anymore. Very I hate it. <laughs> um, yeah, because <clears throat> I was like, maybe I'll go into HR. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I. And then my mom's always like, "Just think of your perfect job if you could do anything." And I don't <laughs> even know what that would be. Yeah, you know, and like there were a couple of things that I enjoyed at uni that I wouldn't mind doing more. But I don't see how they connect into any type of job in any way. And I think so much of, like, there's not one job title that I can aim towards, you know. And I don't even even know if I would prefer working in a really small company or a really large company. So I can't even start thinking at least, okay, well, I know that my end goal is to work in, like, a really small startup. Mm -hmm. Or do I actually just want to be a cog in a corporate machine? yeah um, <laughs> but I yeah. guess it's something you don't know until you've tried it it's something yeah and then I don't want to try yeah well I guess it's because it's kind of scary to think of like oh you know I'll go and do something for invest a lot of time and effort into something I want to do for two years and then like there's no guarantee I'm gonna like it mm. but then I don't know I also think I mean my dad's had a very similar job for most of his life but my mom's done loads of different things Mm-hmm. um and it's yeah it's very um I don't know maybe I should just go go to law school or do something <laughs> easy become an accountant you know do you think that's easy no but easy <laughs> is in like um there are steps you take towards it yeah quite clear and cut I just I just don't know what I want to do I'm not particularly enthusiastic about anything <laughs> you know it's there's never I don't have oh, what would you do if you could do anything? I don't have one burning passion that I want to work towards, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care. Um, and, yeah, I guess I, I know I should just apply for loads of things and do my best and then just do that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's not... Uh, the first step is hard, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's just hard. Do you have any... Um... Do you have like any kind of thing? No, no, you're shaking your head. No. Okay, I don't um, think I've got any advice. If that's what you're going to ask. No, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> I, it's not really. I, I I don't know. I find I find talking to you about this actually makes me feel a lot better. Just because. I know. Well, that's because you say that all your friends were really ambitious and good at what they do, and they've all got great jobs already. And I sit here like yeah, I've got friends I'm who are married. Lemming. I have friends who have kids. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm I'm um yeah I I've subscribed to the don't rush into things Mm. box. But you know I feel like because right now obviously that seems um, scary and it doesn't feel amazing uh, for you probably (laughs) as Uh as I understand. But in the long term, like you know, in ten years, maybe you'll end up doing like going straight into something you actually really enjoy because you've given yourself that time off. 
And then yeah. people who like, you know, went straight into a cool grad job and really happy about it or like, you know, straight into teaching or whatever. He gets stuck in something. Yeah. yeah. And just like, you know, it's like wishing like, oh God, I wish I could change something, do something. But now I have got, I'm locked down by this mortgage I got because I was so excited. And yeah, I don't know. So like, you know, we won't really know if you're doing, <laughs> we won't really know if you're doing uh, anything wrong for just, a long yeah. time. But also you'll never know what could have, what could be different. Yeah. you know and I thought about like oh maybe I should just start teaching because I know I'd be probably quite good at it and I could do it and I think I quite enjoy it mm-hmm. teaching but I also everything you kind of hear about people who go into teaching directly from university is basically just that they end up hating it in five or ten years mm-hmm. and I guess uh, I both don't want to end up some like somewhere lower than I should be like lower and like lower paid um yeah yeah or with less responsibilities because I uh, I'm stuck in that hole am I undervaluing myself or am I being too cocky to go to the high things like I'm not a particularly ambitious person I don't think I ever want to be like a CEO uh-huh. And I'm quite happy, kind of, like, I don't think I'm ever really going to push for promotions very much. Mm-hmm. Maybe, who knows? Um, <laughs> get back to me in 10 years. But <laughs> I also know that that aspect of my personality probably means that I'll have to keep a close eye on what I am doing and whether yeah. I'm being appreciated for, like, my whole worth or whether I'm just getting, like, taken advantage of in some ways. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah, I could go into teaching, but I don't want to be a teacher forever, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could be a headmistress. God, can you imagine? Uh, I can, actually, yes. That would be amazing. Yeah. I don't know. You would be funny. Um, Thanks. I'd be a great teacher. Yeah, no, I think you would be. You have, like, taught me things uh, in a very, in a very nice good. way. I'm quite good at it, um, explaining things to people. I know... Um, yeah, I know I could teach. I see my brother try and explain things to people and I'm like, wow, I can do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> that was really mean, Adam, I'm sorry. Um, no, I'm not, it's true. He knows it's true. Um, he's gotten better though, he's gotten better at it. Hi, Adam, I'm but, glad you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, thanks for listening, Adam. <laughs> I know I know. this probably seems weird to you, but <laughs> I could go into like office admin mm-hmm. and just probably be quite happy, not happy, but... <laughs> always content yeah filing things for other people for the rest of my life no 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 I I'm 100% understand what you mean I love that kind of stuff you like, know I, I can, love it what's the fact that maybe me answering emails sends you into hysterics because come on it's me <laughs> <laughs> but um I I think I'd be okay with it but then my mum is also like you can't start a job there because you'll get stuck there and you'll be that forever and I was like yeah well I don't know um if I could if I could earn enough money doing something really very basic I'd be fully okay doing a very basic thing like Mm -hmm. you know yeah I guess I guess it is something where it's easy to get like stuck in doing that like um my dad uh he started he went to uni and he left like in three hours because he just didn't like some kind of engineering thing he was gonna study and he just he just he would just like went to like two lectures and then left I just left the building. Just, just, I don't think he told anyone he was dropping out for a while. So that's pretty funny. 
but like he worked in a bar uh in like the hotel bar yeah and he just kind of like kept getting promoted and I remember there was like a stuffing like it would like showed like who was working which days and like he his name was like rising on the list so when he was at the top he was like the main manager of like that particular area of the hotel yeah but, like, he was he like kept like over like 10 years and then like quite suddenly he got um um I don't know what the word is like, like downsized or something like the company had to let some let go. go yeah um yeah it wasn't like he made was redundant fire. Yeah, yeah. So he was basically, he was made redundant. And um, and he was, like, obviously really shocked, but he got a good severance and he started, like, quite by, like, accident, started a new nightclub with his friends, like, a bunch of his friends. And it went, like, incredibly, like, in five years, they were the, like, most popular club for over 30s uh, in, um, in the city and stuff. But, like, it went super well. And, like, he's he's, like, always said that, it was the best thing that could happen to him because whilst like he was like going up and stuff, it was very slow and he would have like mm. gotten stuck because he was like at the that'll top be level. Fe- yeah. That'll be his feeling, won't that? Yeah. Yeah. And like there was no nowhere else for him to go. But like as an entrepreneur, like it was a risk, but like he got he got he got really lucky and he's he keeps talking about how it was like it was a good thing that um that someone like shaked him out of that, even even like obviously yeah. at the time it felt horrible. But yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I guess um, life kind of can push you and you can get quite lucky. And like my mom was the same. Like my mom was very ambitious. Like she she did she did economics at uni. She didn't graduate, like, but she did it almost like all the way through. And then she like had lots of her own businesses and did the kite surfing. Now she has her own club mm. and stuff. And like she yeah. just kind of was like, like she didn't know how to surf like 10 years ago probably. And now she's like, you know, most people at least in the city, if not the country. So, like, I guess life can kind of really push you. Because, like, she didn't even like sports. So that's what I'm kind of like. Because my parents got so lucky with um, being pushed to do things. Um, kind of by not, like... But they were obviously, like, going for it. Like, my dad started a business. My mom started a business. I don't really see myself starting a business. They were both lucky. But also, they were very much putting a lot of effort into it at the same time, you know? Yeah. It's very much... Um, it, it is true that... You're, you never know where, what you're going to end up doing and, like, where you're mm-hmm. going to end up in 10... Like, you can plan as much as you want and you can try and aim for things and quite often you'll get them, but also quite a lot of the time you don't. You just don't know what's going to happen and you'll get fired at one place and then you'll get picked up somewhere else and then you'll, have a, you'll like, be able to transfer sideways and then you'll end up doing something completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, the world of work. And that's also, it doesn't matter what I start doing right now yeah you know? yeah not in not really Obviously. not in the grand scheme of things um i don't have to choose a company to work for for the rest of my life yeah yeah obviously. so yeah it probably doesn't need i don't know i don't i think i'm rationally i know that it should not be quite as scary and as intimidating as it is and that i will be okay and it will be fine so long as i just start yeah but sadly however rationally you know things you are not truly a rational person. You are mm. just simply a ball of anxiety and uh, stress. <laughs> wow, that, that's uh, very yeah. cheerful. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a very, very nice note um, uh, to leave it on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Life is a ball of anxiety <laughs> and stress. Um, but everyone is. That's the, that's the um, everyone is a massive ball of anxiety and stress. And you never know what you're doing. And you'll never be able to fully 
no amount of planning for your future will give you the future you want. Mm-hmm. That was a much better note. There you go. That. No amount of planning for the future will give you the future you want. Yeah. But you can't no. wait for things to fall in your lap. Yes. Um, which I think uh, maybe maybe we have been slightly guilty of, maybe, maybe this year. Um, I'm not waiting for things to fall in my lap. I'm just simply not doing anything at all. Oh. <laughs> That's a difference. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for um, joining me for this um, episode. You're welcome. It was fun. That's we'll good. do it again. Yeah, we'll do it again. <laughs> You've got so many topics to talk about. I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna get all those D and D's uh, and others other other subjects out. Um, yeah, just give me enough time to actually do something with my life. Ooh, having a deadline. <laughs> oh, very good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Amy, 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 in six months, in six months, we need an update episode of. Uh, okay. How was Amy's life? In six months, it will okay. be October. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, I think it's very annoying that right now, which is kind of when you should start applying for like grad schemes for the mm-hmm. September and stuff, you know, for like mm-hmm. some of the later ones. Life's kind of gone a little bit topsy-turvy. Yeah. Um, but I cannot like just ignore the outside world until the end of lockdown. Yeah. However much I want to. And I don't like that. So mm-hmm. I really do have to start doing something. Two things. Well, end on two things we go. It's not bad to spend money on things that make you happy so long as it's not literally the money that you have to have for rent yeah one thing and the second thing is not every single thing you do has to be to improve or to show people on the internet or to sell or to like be productive you know yeah like if you're happy splotching some colors on some paper (laughs) and you never actually become like the next um leonardo da vinci that's okay yeah you don't have to you don't even have to aim for it like i like my watercolor flower paintings but i don't think i'm ever really gonna put that much effort into really practicing getting good at anything else Mm -hmm. because i'm happy where i am (laughs) 